Hello there, pissheads. Uh, welcome to the show. Before we get started, I want to tell you a little about 80s Baby. 80s Baby, that's 80sbaby.net, is a pop culture nostalgia website created by Brooklyn comedian John Bilancini. Each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, John publishes a new article detailing some bit of pop culture ephemera you probably forgot you loved, like the Pizza Hut Book It program. I missed that. I just finished a book, and I was like, where's my damn pizza, baby? Uh, and a definitive ranking of No Fear t-shirts. If you like remembering simpler times when your biggest concern was waking up in time to catch the Muppet Babies on Saturday mornings, check out 80s Baby. That's E-I-G-H-T-I-E-S-B-A-B-Y dot net, or find it on Twitter at at Nostalgia's a Drug. All right, enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, and I'm, of course, joined for another week uh, by Tommy McNamara, the Prince of Snarkness, yes. the Dog of Wolf Street. Back from an actual hiatus. Back from a real hiatus. This one was real, people, and we are sorry. It was not a drill. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, In a hangover-like scenario, I was stuck in Vegas. <laughs> I passed out at a bachelor party with my friends. I had a baby. And uh, we forgot to put out a podcast. Oh, wow. Very chaotic. You're going to Thailand soon? I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. To have the exact same thing happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson was okay for some reason. <laughs> I was fine with having him there. Speaking um, of problematic guests, we have Esther Steinberg on today. Welcome Hello. to the show. <laughs> so, uh, Esther, thank you so much for coming on. Not only did the you come time. here. That's a, not only did Esther come at 10 p.m. at night. Well, I told her ten. Today. We our correspondence went like this. Hey, do you want to do you want to come by at ten? I said great. And then uh, in my brain, it was like not even a question, <laughs> not even a thought. Yep. A.M. or P.M. could yep. have been the most the easiest court. Like just like to check in. You know, A.M. or are we talking Eastern time? Like there was not a question. Yeah. I was just like, I told my. Uh, live-in partner i was like <laughs> wow wow i was like downgraded gotta get up early i've got, i'm doing a podcast <laughs> come over here ding dong you look like i caught you jerking I off i could not believe <laughs> he you was like uh, 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 p.m that is what i sound like when i'm up. Ah, it's very come, i have a very painful penis oh, no. <laughs> painful penis not a bad band band name that's true not a good one either Nope. Ooh, I was thinking of this for the uh, for the live show. By the way, we have a live show this very Thursday tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, if you're listening on Wednesday, which you should be, you should be a loyal listener. Who the second this show comes out, which you're is whenever we want, lately. whenever we're feeling like it. <laughs> yeah. Look, we've been on some busy schedules. You want them shit. to be loyal, but then you're like hiatus, boy. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, this very Thursday, Union Hall. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a show. We've got Josh Gondelman, Casey James Salingo, Eudora Peterson, Shalewa Sharp, Ashley Hamilton, Claire Parker. Ah, uh, shit, I knew I'd run into a wall sooner or later. And uh, the rest. Sean Donnelly, <laughs> who I just spent the week in Vegas with. Uh, Nick Nanny. Uh, Do you say Mary Hula? Mary Hula. I think that's it. And that probably is it. And if not, 
then fuck me. Yep. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be such a fun show. That's at 8 p.m. at Union Hall. 8 p.m. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. I love Union Hall. It's my it's favorite place. Spot. Bocce so ball. Upstairs. Don't go to that. Downstairs <laughs> is go where the, the magic happens. Screw the bocce, you know? Uh, but yeah, 10 a.m. <laughs> it is funny that I just assumed you would think 10 p.m. But it was it very was a much a perfect like... assumption because you obviously were like, there was just not... It's so obvious there was not a question in either of us. It's really, <laughs> we were both positive it, what was yeah, happening. Yeah. We were like, yeah, got cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just got truly, a message uh, at work that just said, Esther's here. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, this can't be how it goes. Get her out. <laughs> it was truly the scene from Dumb and Dumber where yeah. he's at the bar at 10 a.m. I just thought she was a raging alcoholic. It's a classic. <laughs> oh, <great>. no. <laughs> I'm stupid. No. I'm, it's all my fault. It's I'm dumb. No, no, no. But maybe. <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> I will take full responsibility for my dumbness. Luckily, we are Nabesies. Yes. yes. And if I didn't come early, uh-huh. then I wouldn't have found out about, uh, out about the, the cool coffee shop. Oh, very, very cool, cool coffee, coffee shop. shop. Ooh. We haven't seen each other in two weeks. We're already doing we're, that. We're right on. We're right on. Uh, this feels like a track. cult. <laughs> yeah. Very cool coffee Join shop. the piss freaks. Ignore the 19 teenage women Tom has in his room. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that reminds me. We will be giving away Pez on the live show as one of the, the uh, prizes. And it came in a strange bag. You'll hear more about that on the on next the episode. Show, yeah. Um, cliffhanger yeah yes. i love a cliffhanger uh tommy how you been man i'm it's good been so long i know my life has changed you got anything you want to share with the listeners that has happened over the last two weeks i i think that they'll just hear it in the timber of my voice that i'm a new man i'm fulfilled <laughs> all right yeah. very good did you get highlights no, there must be. There might be stuff I want to talk about at the live show, but okay. I know that they will hear that on this feed too. So I will not <laughs> say fair. that. This okay. is like the show that's like yes. we can't talk about the things we want to because of that. Live. Just the things that we can't talk about. When we want to oh riff up top. Oh, oh, good call. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Well, uh, Esther, what did you do in the time that you had between? <laughs> And the 12-hour gap. (laughs) You guys want to know something crazy? Yes. I don't know when I'm supposed to tell you guys something crazy. Uh, Right up top. Yeah, probably up top. Okay. Oh, shit. So we are here because of... Modest Yahoo. That's right. Yes. And... You know, 10 a.m. I get here. <laughs> the best time we to talk chat, about this guy. And I, and I have, I do have a tendency of like overstaying my welcome. <laughs> so I, I really tried not to. And I think Wait, I did a really good job. Wait, were you in our job. bathroom that entire think, 12 hours? <laughs> I actually like patting myself on the back for being like, I'm taking the social cues and I'm getting the F out of here <laughs> in, in a good, like a good, lovely amount of time. Yeah. Seven, six minutes something like that That's beautiful a nice maybe time. even less maybe it less honestly felt like you walked in we're in here for maybe 90 seconds i wanted to say all day out. but i left <laughs> and then because i was like i just did a long walk had coffee i was just like ready to podcast yes. mm-hmm. and Fuck, then we should have just recorded a patreon I, I messed up i'm sorry no listen yes i i'm fully responsible no and i'm super into like whatever's meant to be will be <laughs> like we are here because we needed to be here yes. yeah. i'm so annoying like that but, <laughs> and and i don't know it might come up again but um anyways so i'm listening to the yeah yes and um is that what fans call him or just you just me okay <laughs> and kanye's yay and modest yahoo is yeah 
I mean, I call him a lot of things. Matisse, the ya, ya, ya. Sure. Me, me mom, I call him daddy. He's your grandma. Yeah. I call him daddy. <laughs> Ooh, daddy. Um, anyways, so I'm listening to Matisse Yahoo. I'm singing along. And then I, and I'm also supposed to be picking out music for my wedding right now. Like, what am I going to walk down the Ooh. aisle? And like, uh, a friend of ours did a Matisse Yahoo song. And, and then the, my, my life partner was like, we can't because they did it. And it was his friend and I wasn't fucking there. That's messed up. Damn. So I was like, well, I, what if I want, but that was like a fight that, that wasn't a fight. That was a little thing that happened a very long time ago, months ago. And we never really revisited the music thing. So I'm listening and I'm like, is this the song for my wedding? Anyways, yes. this is the exciting we part because this is like long and annoying. Yeah, I do want the sneak peek yeah, we of what will be the, at the I uh, think here's No, I, I have no a pitch the exciting part should come should come a little later okay. on. And every listener of the podcast is invited to the wedding. Yes, that's true. Just like uh, with uh, Megan Gailey's, if you're a Patreon yes, subscriber, that's part of the benefits. You yeah. get to be uh, part of the wedding party. For, and a bridesmaid. Uh, yes, that's yep. it, yes. <laughs> yeah, we need uh, more. I only have 10 bridesmaids. Yes. Wow. Uh, me and Tommy get to be flower girls. Yes. That is the deal. <laughs> How cute would that be? It'd be great. And not terrifying at all. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I, I do think, I have an idea for your wedding songs. I think that if you, if we give this playlist a perfect rating... It just is the wedding playlist. I think it's a good idea. I mean, idea. If, well, how can you do better than a perfect playlist? I don't think it's going to happen. Well, we're <laughs> doing two live away. bands, no playlist. Wow. Oh, two live bands. Is One it two is... live crew? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's 311. Um, no, it's like a Motown band for the dancing. Yes. And then it's like a, a Klezmer band for the Hora, which is like the traditional Jew circle now, dance. We were both going to pretend. Yeah. We knew what Klezmer meant. Klezmer <laughs> is a word that you made up, correct? <laughs> it's like, it's... There's it's Frankincense, Klezmer. Oh, right, It's very like Fiddler on the Roofie, and mm-hmm. then... <laughs> Fiddler on the Roofie? I think oh, Tim no. McLaughlin is <laughs> going to that play, if you know what I'm talking they about. They have Pez, <laughs> and it's, t- it's, it's very Fiddler on the Date Rape, and <laughs> it's... Uh, it, so... The songs would mean, I don't even know, you know, it's like, how much can you tell a band to be like, I want you to play, I know you're a klezmer band, you gotta learn Halo by Beyonce. Mm. And also you're like, I want to do something different and I need to be different and I want different. Right. I can't. Have the two bands fight. That's my idea. (laughs) Jets versus uh, Sharks. Yes. Yeah. More or musical references. Jets versus Kesmers. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's listen before we get too deep into this one, because I think Modest Yahoo is an interesting figure. I think we should listen to a song early on this Great. one. Um, if you don't mind. Let's listen to the one that people might know. The, the one the that I know. The most popular song is King Without a Crown. Most I popular believe. song of all time. Yeah. That is the most popular song mm-hmm. of all time. Yep. Uh, I love this song. <laughs> I, I assumed so. I made I a judgment call. You didn't. Uh, you didn't tell me if you wanted live or not live. I assumed King Without a Crown. You want live? Clearly, can I? Mercury is in motherfucking retrograde. Yes, and everything, all communication is wonky and off. <laughs> yes, I am barely into this. I'm. I'm into it, but I also like. I go in and I go out. Mm-hmm. I'm not like listen, babe. Like. Mercury. I'm more just like when I thought you I meant feel. Yahoo. I also <laughs> thought you meant Yahoo. <laughs> Communication is still wonky. Yeah, it's fucking fucked up. Damn. 
everything's off. Yes. He's like live. I'm like, not. But you don't want live. I love live. Why don't we I listen pick, to both? I put both on the here. Reason I both. The, no, the reason I like live, and I'll tell you, because it's like, oh, yeah, that band's good. That band's good. Oh, and then you see them live and you're like, wah, mm, wah. Mati's album was live. The, what the, the fuck? He sounds brilliant live. Like we yeah. all fell in love with him. Live performance. Yes. You can feel the electric of the crowd. And as a comedian, it's like, yeah, you want the electric of the crowd. Like, unless you're Drew Michael, you need an audience. <laughs> Damn, already. He's my bro. It's fine. <laughs> We're bros. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's listen to some of King Without a Crown live at Stubbs. I'm excited. Michael Yachts Drew. <laughs> so he s- starts with made up noises. <laughs> I actually love this. Yeah, I remember. This is the song I knew. <laughs> oh, you are really getting into it. That noise. Please. So you're all that I have and you're all that I need Each and every day I pray to get to know you Please want to be close to you Yes, I'm so hungry You're like water for my soul when I get thirsty Without you, there's no me You're the air that I breathe Sometimes I'm burning like And it just can't be With all these beans around me around And bring out two next to buddy But I believe it, I believe I say I believe Were you actually saying the words there? Yeah, but he also He's also like he has this reggae situation and his like, well, I remember when I first heard this song and I was like in high school and I was just like, whoa, 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 what the fuck yes. is this song? And it just stopped me and just like altered my entire life. Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember just loving this guitar. Never noticed the guitar. <laughs> uh, I love it. Keep myself with you from the essence of my being, and I sing to my man. Now I'm a shield. Okay. I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Well, we should listen to the uh, contrast. We should studio it. So I think that that live version is so much better than the original. I agree. Because I remember a couple of years ago, I was like, remember, I was just like in my, to myself, I was like, remember Modest Yahoo? I was like my own BuzzFeed well, article. You stood up at Awake and said that. <laughs> uh, remember Modest Yahoo? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, I don't remember what I liked about him. And so then I, I searched for his most popular song, and King Without a Crown came up, and then I listened to this. And at first I was like, I don't think this is the song that I was mm. into. You're missing a lot of those Each noises. Every day I pray to get to know your people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry. You're like water for my soul when I get thirsty. Sometimes the world is dark and I just can't see. With these demons around and around, I'm bringing it down to the good, but I believe, yes, I believe, I said I believe. I stand among so few, I'm bigger than down and one knee. I fight with all of my might to get these demons to flee. I'm sent to rest
It's a, it's not that different, but it's just missing that like that live, there is something about that live like, it's smokiness. Yeah, it's like the heart and soul. So I so <laughs> I could not believe anything that was happening when I was first introduced to him. I was just like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He's an Orthodox Jewish guy doing like reggae rap. At the time, I was like living in Florida, sure, dealing oh, yeah. with. Like the casual, just obviously, like being in high school, everyone's mean, right? Plus, plus, I'm the only Jew. Like right. my sister walked into home ec class, and my sister's like very harmless. Like if you're gonna be mean to a Steinberg sister, it would be Esther. Everybody knows that because she's she's got <laughs> resting bitch face, and the other ones are much nicer. Mm-hmm. And I'm nice. I just come across. Yeah. Prickly and, and you were going through a lot. You had to deal with that recount that just happened. That yes, Florida. yes. And Florida's just like a disgusting place. And this is, we were going to public school for the first time. We had gone to Jewish private school, mm. and then we went to like a normal private school. A lot of Jews. Then all of a sudden, it was public school. Not a single Jew. She walks into like home at class. There's a swastika. This Jesus. guy that I was dating, um, like I was seeing this guy, and he was kind of cute. And then everyone would start calling him Moses and like oh, making fun shit. of him because Wait. he was dating a Jewish girl, which was me. Wow. And I was wow. like, mm, still with him, Damn. but like he he was like a cool cool guy yeah. and then the, everyone would rag on him and shit on him because he was with a, a jew broad damn in it was florida just, yeah and because florida is the worst place in the world sure but isn't, isn't there a large jewish population it, they're what old, you're thinking eh? of is like right. 90 year olds in miami that like, were like living in new jersey and manhattan and yes. then they're like oh. why don't we lo- move to boca <laughs> so you were younger i assumed i thought you had that benjamin button thing i'm really <laughs> sorry i don't know what i was thinking. but i i uh, <laughs> i do that all the time more like a benjamin Net- it was Yahoo tampa thing. too <laughs> Like Benjamin Nutt. Let's not. Let's not. Okay. Please. <laughs> Can we please? Okay. And I don't know. Matisse Yahoo came at the right time for me to be like, hey, it's okay to not be the same as everyone else. And by that, I mean Jewish. Like, it came at a time where I was... Um, a lot of people don't like Jews. Anti-Semitism is on the rise, but that's not really... The global issues aren't as important as high school. Yeah. Who's right in front of you? Who's making yes. fun of you? And like, who is ragging on you and why? Yeah, is it sure. your hair, your nose, your poorness, your richness, or your Judaism? And it was uh-huh. the Judaism constantly coming up. And... And someone, you know, on a cruise ship that I went on, like, there's this really hot guy from, like, Texas. Oh, he had shit. a cowboy he hat. He was, like, 16. I was 14. Even and he better. was like, you got horns. Do you have horns? Oh, and he asked what? to feel my wow. horns. When I finally said that I was, like, Jewish, thinking, like, it was cute. It's not. It, and he was like, where are your horns? And I was like. Oh, was well, he trying to, like, hit on you? He was hitting no on me at first. And then it became, like, a horns thing. Oh, yeah. Horrible. And then it was like, oh, oh, th- this sucks. But but then there was Matis Yahoo. Yeah. And he was he's literally the only person I was exposed to that was cool and doing music and Jewish and reggae. But he was like super duper orthodox. And that was kind of a disconnect for me. Then I went on a trip to Israel and went to um, a study program, not birthright, but like an actual mm. like, college program at 16. And while I was there, I found out it was Alexander Muss at Israeli high school. And while I was like studying the history of Israel, uh, as 16-year-olds do, uh, they were like, yeah, this view, blah, 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 is the same program that Matt Miller went on when he like wanted to be uh, more religious, and this was the view, and this was like the program. So according to this school, Matt Miller, who's now Matisse Yahoo, is 
uh, like fell in love with the uh, religion and Israel from that. But then he fucking went away. He's, yeah, Did you he, get pissed that you back. didn't become an amazing rapper when you <laughs> never, had that never? <laughs> and I went, I, like I went to his concert. Like yeah. I, I, he had like a concert at in Tampa with Three Eleven, and it was really really cool. And we got high and watched him, and he was incredible. And and I just loved all of his music, and then. The religion stuff was always very interesting. And when I've heard his story, it's like, it's very culty. Like, we're in Brooklyn. We've seen it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, The black hats and all that stuff. So it's like, there's part of me. Yeah, it's a really isolating thing where they, like, wear black coats and tell you what to do and how to do it. And Uh you have to get married and the women have to be pregnant. And they don't you're not allowed to touch a woman if she's on her period and men and women are supposed to touch and there's milk and meat and da 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 da. Like I could go on for hours about like the rules and restrictions of this Uh like cult, which is Hasidism and like intense, the Jews with the overcoats. Yeah. And then they each have their own little cliques and clubs and groups. Uh Um, Like there's the people with the furry hats, the people with the black hats, the it's crazy. And I, and he was in that world and it was, very interesting and my next trip to israel that i went on i like really dived into more like more of that because i went on a program that i didn't realize was a religious program until i got to israel and we were separated boys and girls and told to like wear skirts and talked about the torah and it was still a great experience but i lost my mind how long was it it was a month it was a month wow of separated boys and girls wow well we saw them sometimes but the learning and the a lot of like the dancing was separated Damn. And I was like, maybe this is what I want because a lot of the things that they were teaching us seemed fucking right and truthful. Uh And like Ma Tisiahu's music, it's like there's positivity. There's talking about your ego. There's talking about God. And it's like King Without a Crown is a love song, but it's to God and it's not to a woman. So I was like... I, I was really inspired in that all that songs and all that stuff meant a lot yeah. to me. And I was like even questioning my how like my faith, like how much did I want to move to Israel? Did I want to wear skirts? Did I want to wow. like be mm-hmm. a person who drops kind of they set me up on a, like a basically wow. a date with a woman who was actually in the hospital who just gave birth. And they were like, you got to go talk to her because she's a comedian. So I go talk to her and she was telling us, me and my sister went because my sister was there for some crazy reason. Do you remember who it was? Paula Poundstone. No. (laughs) She's, I can't remember her name, but she like has a kosher comedy or something like that, Uh, which I'm sure gets used every 13 seconds. mm -hmm, Sure. But she told me that she went to the same college that I went to NYU, but then she tried to do acting and it didn't work out and da da da. And then she was doing stand up, and then like her whole life fell apart. She went to Israel, f- became religious and now does comedy for women only show. Cause it's like not modest to do uh-huh. a show in front of men. Wow. And so sh- that's her life. And Jesus. she was like basically telling me how wonderful and great it is to be a part of this community and like having babies and being religious has like all that gross stuff she left back there. Yeah. So they were oh like, my God. there's a word for it, Beit Shuva or something like that, where you're like basically born again Orthodox. Uh-huh. And a lot of Orthodox people won't even consider you pure or like fuckable, marriable. Because you 
aren't a virgin because you weren't born and into the orthodox shit. I actually have resting bachuva face. Ah, a lot of people say that to me. <laughs> I love that. If we, if I have it right. Um, <laughs> but then later I was like, fuck this. Fuck. That's not who mm-hmm. I am. That I tried it on for size. Cause that's what you do when you're in college. Yeah. You try shit on for size. You're like, I'm yeah. him. I'm her. Sure. I'm gay. I like gay guys. <laughs> Wait, it seems oh, like there's a gay. theme now. <laughs> I, like I love putting things. penises next to each other. I love going on dates. I'm with the men. anal girl. I'm the anal girl. <laughs> I'm an anal girl. <laughs> but we should stop being so dirty because this is a love podcast to God. Of course. It's something that I true. wanted to get out of the way. So, um, and then motherfucking Mati Siaho. Who I saw live. You saw Mati I saw him at Lollapalooza. I Which, just did a, like a Lala thing. But you just did year? Lollapalooza? I just did like a hosting thing at Lala. And I was like, I'd never been. And then I became like Mrs. Lollapalooza for really? seven days of just like what? running around, like talking about Lala on camera for Red Bull YouTube. Yeah. And it was nice. a blast. And I was like, That's if awesome. only I was a 16 year old getting fingered by the trash cans, this would be great. That was my Wait, life. Fingered <laughs> by the trash cans? There, I definitely was, saw uh, oh, God drugs. It. Teenagers on drugs that. watching the weekend. What's the name of the Muppet who's in the garbage can? Uh, Oscar? Yeah. yeah. Crouch? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, it was, I was like the dumb drunk kid who went to see Masiyahu who just to hear King Without a Crown. Of <laughs> and, yes. uh, and have a spiritual it? experience. It was great. Uh, it was, we were all way too drunk. One of my friends had to go to the hospital. It was good. Uh, but that was every Lollapalooza. Was, I asked yep. the people, the medics at Lala, I was like, so um, how many people do you have to like leave this festival in an ambulance and they were like two three hundred. Oh yeah Jesus. i should tell my friend jimmy he'll be happy he's not alone <laughs> <laughs> they had Man. the answer ready to go i'm like <laughs> yeah amazing. you could uber home walk home or uh, most of the people do the ambulance route <laughs> <laughs> so you don't remember how it was at all i remember uh no <laughs> i will say modest yahoo at Lollapalooza is very hard to say yeah <laughs> it's an unwieldy phrase we need more letters we do <laughs> Started by Perry, um, Lala from Alice Oh, yeah. Uh, Perry Farrell, which Perry. is a play on the word peripheral. Amazing. Uh. Mm-hmm. Also, a Jew. Oh, is he? Yeah, is secret. Right? Yeah, they're yeah, all secret. Roast, I had a roast uh, beef with a Jew at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> while I was in Vegas. Very good. I uh, <laughs> worked for the Anti-Defamation League for two years, by the way, so I can say whatever I want on this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Test yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this was uh, that that was his first big single obviously we should say King Without a Crown Uh, this it was in 2004 but the song I believe hit big in 2006 I mean I got fingered in the woods 11 (laughs) times to that song (laughs) at summer camp is that true to the song yeah how are you playing? Wait, the song? fingered eleven. I, know, I don't know if I was getting fingered. It was just like in it your was head. anal. It was the th- <laughs> it was the theme of the week. It was like a real it, big camp song. Well, maybe but, not even camp. It was, I don't know. So it was, it was a just, Jewish camp. It was just every Jew hang. Like I was in BBYO, which is like a youth organization. Again, the reason I had to do these things was because everyone was like Confederate flag trash, wow. Florida, and I always had to like 
figure out who I was over and yeah. over again. And I was like, great. The Jewish kids are like smoking hookah. Only a couple of them are on Oxycontin. <laughs> and mostly it's just good weed and Matisse Yahoo music and yeah. Bob Marley. And that's the thing is like, you got that. Yes. I remember being into those two kind of at the same time. Yes. Cause this song came out. The live version came out in 2005. I don't remember how I got the song. I don't remember. It must. I think it got good radio play for a little mm-hmm. while. Which it one? Hit one like, day? No, no, no. Uh, King Without a Crown. It might I have been. I never Madden. got into One Day. That was like a FIFA. You think it was in Madden for real? Check it out. I All swear right. to God, that it was in FIFA. Such a. It was like no the way. like. It was in FIFA some video song. game. Yeah. Sometimes I lay under the moon. I think God. Search Modest mean. Yahoo video game. I will. First of all, see if Modest Yahoo Two K Seventeen comes out because <laughs> that was my favorite game. <laughs> Maybe I was trying to look for a Modest Mouse song and I actually typed in Modest Yahoo. I was drunk. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see your Modest Yahoo video game. That is very shocking. Let's see. Du-du-du. One day. Was in 2K10? NBA 2K10. One day. I mean, who would make that up? What do you think the 2K10 is? (laughs) (laughs) It's a basketball game. You did a gun (laughs) shooting thing. Wait, you just dribbled and then went boom, boom. Yo, don't rape me. That's a a video game. Here's all my video game noises. (laughs) Don't rape me. Oh, my God. I'm being raped. I'm a stripper. Is that all the video game noises? I think that's it's all like of them. guys sitting in their sweaty beanbag oh. chairs playing <laughs> fucking fuck a girl you're never gonna fuck. Mm-hmm. Jesus, <laughs> is that the game? That's that Fortnite. Yeah, yep, that's <laughs> it. And then there's Halo. <laughs> Halo is happening. Beyonce's at Halo. Yep. <laughs> I'm not seeing. <laughs> now Halo. I'm not sure if this is. But it's like a level two of Halo. I'm gonna look at Halo. Look level Halo two Halo. <laughs> I think that one day might have been in FIFA 10. No, Does your life partner no. play no video games? No. Oh, interesting. He watches sports and plays them. No, he did the... the uh, that song the was... Cup. Sorry, the World Cup. Yes, okay. That ah. might be part of it. Like FIFA but the video game? Mm, live sports. Men. Yes. I'm not like seeing anything grown-ass, gorgeous Brazilian men. I mean, that would be crazy if that's all. Touching their hair mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. like from the sweat and uh, sure. not using their hands. Mm-hmm. That's soccer. That is right. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> and then there's like gorgeous men mm-hmm. running down a court, throwing the orange ball. And then right. there's like gorgeous men like humping each other on a green field. And that's mm-hmm. football. Right. Those are the sports. We nailed it. <laughs> oh, and they're, and they're rich Welcome and they're violent. <laughs> well, I don't know about all of them. I, you don't hear a lot about uh, soccer stars being violent. I'm sure one Google search would change that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like the there like, are no rapes in the soccer. Like community. Even police haven't. Tra- if they just Googled it, they'd be like, "Oh, we should be really keeping an eye on this." The other countries players. do a good job of like protecting their footballs. They do. Uh, let's see here. It says so. There was a moment where it, so he uh, he rediscovered his faith and and wrote this song. We should. I, uh, let's quickly listen to Jared's voicemail. So I, I don't know if you know this part of the show, Esther, but the uh, the owner. No. Uh, all right, safe, the, uh, safe to assume. Yep. The owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, Jared Thompson, likes to leave his thoughts on whatever artists we are talking about. And this week, obviously, he's going to be talking about Modest Yahoo. He says one bad thing. I swear I'd, to God. I. I'd brace myself. 
What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Matis Yahoo, I think is how you say it. This is clearly a trap for for me. Um, I, I do not feel very comfortable doing this, but I'll do my best here. Um, I know that, you know, I have an impeccable taste, of, you know, in music, and I know everyone that listens to this podcast knows that. Um, but in this case, like, I, I know this happens a lot where, I don't know necessarily who Justin Bieber is as far as music. And then I hear the song. I'm like, oh, that's right. I've heard the song, but I didn't know who it was. This is, I have no idea. I mean, obviously I've heard of Matis Yahoo. I don't know if it's, I wasn't sure that it was a person or a group. I think it's a person. Um, I will say that I just tried to listen to a couple songs, <clears throat> excuse me, including king without a crown which seems to maybe be his or their hit um and i mean i know that i say that so sublime is one of the worst bands i've ever i thought this was rap i think and maybe it is i have no idea but it sounds like sublime or 311 to me like it's and somehow worse just because at least they came first like this is just seems like some sort of rehashing of that and i don't know if there's like a like a message in the music and that's sort of why people like it. Or maybe people actually like the way the music sounds. I guess that's possible. Um, but seems unlikely. Uh, but I know that they do like big stadiums or whatever. Like, I think they're pretty a big deal. So I think maybe there's something to it where it's like people that are Christian, like, they probably wouldn't choose the big, huge Christian rock bands if they were choosing what they thought sounded the best, but because they're Christian, that's how they became more famous. I don't know. Anyway, please don't make this go viral. I probably didn't do a very good job here. All right, thanks. Well, they're outside his house, boys. Yeah. Get him. <laughs> uh, dox him, drag him. <laughs> dox him, drag him. What do you think, Esther? Yeah, what are your thoughts? What do you think about he the religious? He seemed very story? confused. The whole thing was just, it wasn't like, listen, this is how I feel about the music. It was like, where, what, huh, <laughs> sublime, what? I'm so, I didn't know. I've never even heard of it. It's not Bieber. And it's like, yeah, it's not Bieber. And the fact that he doesn't like sublime, it's like, hey, I don't like country. I don't, there are rappers I can't stand. There are rappers I love. Like, I'm all about people picking and choosing their genre, especially when people come up to me after comedy shows and they're like, um, I really liked you, hated that other guy. I'm like, that's so irrelevant and gross. Go fuck yourself. Like, Someone did that on my show tonight. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a bummer. Did you say go fuck yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's go such, fuck it is yourself. a bummer because it's like we gave, you're putting on well, a I show literally where you have like, too, so it's like, you have, but you have 10, oh, you have 10 people and they're supposed to be different. They're supposed right. to be diverse. Yeah. They're not, is this is not the blue collar comedy tour that you've promised people or, or the you did feminist. That, <laughs> like, that was fucked up. You the, said Ron White and Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Fox were the. Yeah. yeah and if you go to a festival that's like, um, you know, LGBT, like you want those comedians, you want those jokes, but if you just go to a comedy show, it's like it should, you know, organized sure. kind of diversity. What about LGBT Tater Salad? <laughs> that was just to make that laugh. <laughs> and it worked. Oh man. But uh, I didn't think I didn't think that he like got it and that's cool. And he's probably doesn't seem like into sublime or reggae or like the re reggae and the the 
that just doesn't seem like it's for him. I didn't but think But I of... was also like, what's going on with the Christians? What about mm. get them done? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't think about uh, Modest Yahoo being connected to like 311 or Sublime until... But they toured together. And then so I saw that sense. they toured with 311. I was like, yeah. oh, slightly yeah. stupid. Now see... he tours with like Common Kings and we can go to like the evolution. Sure. Mm. But I see the connection that Jared's making for sure because of the reggae stuff. Like it's... It's definitely in there that it's like a, a a guy who's rapping and doing reggae at the same time. I He's also that. doing beatboxing to a point yes. where he like busted his lips and fucked up his whole mouth and like <laughs> had to like take a break. I also have like vocal issues. I was like a New York City tour guide and my I like had photos of my vocal cords taken where I oh had like God. all kinds of like nodes and crazy stuff because I was utilizing my instrument which is my voice and abusing it into a point where i was going to the doctor and had to be on like voice rest and the same thing happened with mati siahu what do you do do you drink tea more than that it's shutting the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) i wish my wife got some of that (laughs) also there's little like there's ways to like talk like if you're gonna kind of lazily talk like I'm doing right now, like you're damaging. Shit. Yeah, vocal yeah. fry, you're damaging. And then there's like ways to talk like this, and now I'm not because I'm using a different register and not this guy. Hello. But sometimes it's really fun to be like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> Tommy, you think that's the good voice for you? Hello, Hello Moto. Hello, Moto. <laughs> I also think I have a tendency to be like, I'm around so many males mm-hmm. i love males i'm straight and i think i occasionally want to get to everyone else's level which is lower uh, well hang okay. out with me it's pretty high up there <laughs> that's maybe why i'm feeling vocally healthy because mm-hmm. i'm like i had to actually like confront my gender identity and be like even though you want to be a man and even though you want to have a man voice you don't and you are going to ruin your vocal yes. cords the thing that gives you money in your pocket is your voice that's the only way i know mm-hmm. how to make a living any of my side gigs were tour guiding or mm-hmm. teaching uh-huh. uh at like acting coaching like every single thing i do is my voice you have to get good at miming otherwise he could be a mime do that mm. Um, let's go to Facebook. Also. Oh no! There's a lot of thoughts on Facebook. Way Ooh, more than I thought there would be, to be honest. Um, oh wait, that's not. Uh, da, 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 Did you look through Tom's Facebook? For you, a I moment, saw that you liked the I liked status. it, and then someone was like, "He's hot," and then I, and then I, that was the only thing I saw. I think I saw it too early because I didn't see very many comments. I just There's saw he's hot, and I was like, "He's fucking fuckable." You know Once he got mm. rid of that beard, because listen, he had a costume on when we were first introduced him. Big black hat, big black beard. Yes. Who is this guy? He's in this big black coat. Yeah. And we're just like, okay, where is this coming from? And he like invented Jewish reggae. Like reggae uh-huh. had always been about like Zion and <laughs> Jerusalem. But yeah. now he was doing it as in Hashem and Jerusalem. So it's like it really in so many ways made so much sense. I could see how someone's like, that's a ripoff of Sublime. But it's like, uh, okay, so Bob Marley's talking about Zion and God and all these things. And so is Matisse in his own very specific way. But yeah, that was a costume and that was a mask. Yeah, well, it's... Uh, and when the mask came did, off, yeah. so did the... So did the panties. Damn, all right. He's clean shaven. He's a handsome man. There was that video that went viral of him. He's in like a coffee shop and a guy, a busker is playing one day and then 
Modest guy who starts singing with him, and afterwards the guy is like, "Hey, you've got a pretty good voice." And he goes, "Do you know? Do you know who I am?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "I'm Modest Yahoo. That's my song." And the guy's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> you look way different now." He calls him kid. He goes, oh, "You changed wow. the look, kid." <laughs> he's like freaking out a little bit. But uh, it, but he looks this? handsome yeah, as hell wow. in that video. He looks good, clean shaven. But uh, like is he a gray zaddy right now? Is he a married man? That gray zaddy. He's been married, I believe, more than once. Mm. He's in a relationship right now. I He has two multi-poos. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but I know there's children and then there's ah. ex-wives. Maybe just ex-wife. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But I'm all about it. I think that he's, I think he's authentic. And I think that he had a religious marriage that didn't work uh, out. I've got, I've got the information here. So Modest Yahoo met uh, NYU film student NYU. Talia when she interviewed him for a documentary about men. Yeah, yeah. When he was in Florida in high school and accused a woman of having horns. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> this just made me like, I did not think that was she. Uh, <laughs> that was not funny. I love can, it. We, can I have a 10-minute break? Please. <laughs> uh, uh, she interviewed him for a documentary about men and women not touching each other. They were set up by a rabbi. Yeah, my time in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your entire life. <laughs> there it is. They were set up by Rab, Rabbi uh, Dov Yona Korn. I love uh, Dov David Dov. <laughs> uh, they were set up by Korn, um, no, uh, NYU's uh, yeah, chaplain. They married in August of 2004. Together they have uh, sons uh, Shalom Menashem Mendel and uh, Livy. I could be totally butchering these. In 2014, Modest Yahoo confirmed that they had divorced... Uh, Two years before, but they remain on good terms. He has also fathered a child named Sasha Lillian, who was born while on tour with Adele Tawil in Germany. Former girlfriend Toma Danley gave birth to their daughter on April 2nd, uh, 2014 in Portland, Oregon. He uh, fucks. Da, 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 He's it checks out. The kid can fuck. He's like Jewish <laughs> reggae Billy Joel. <laughs> Just leaving ex-wives. His way. <laughs> Eating kosher piano varnish. <laughs> He's vegan. <laughs> Is he really? Yes. Are is, you vegan? Is piano yes. varnish oh, not I vegan? I cheat sometimes. Mm. I'm not. I'm not fully vegan, but my diet is 90 percent vegan. Oh, wow. I can say that confidently. Okay. I'm very ashamed when I do occasionally. Put the locks on the bagel. Ah, that's what Damn. it is. The whole thing. The bagel has egg. The cream cheese is made of, oh, wow. of cow blood. Yep. And then the <laughs> locks are dead Christian babies. So the whole thing <laughs> is not vegan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's smoked debatable. Christian that's babies. Debatable. Am I doing uh, a good job of creating more anti Semitism? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. He's 39. Damn, he is a zaddy. <laughs> uh, before we get into the Facebook, I, there was a few things that uh, I found that I thought were fun. So on a, on a Urban Dictionary, the oh. definition of modesty, this is the fifth one down, so take that for what you will. Uh, a reggae, modest guy who is a reggae star and a Hasidic Jew. He is a worthless, misogynistic, motherfucking asshole. And I don't care what anybody else has to say about it because 
<laughs> For once, I would like to be heard out. He won't let women on stage with him, and he thinks that they shouldn't have jobs. What the fuck? I have one thing to say to him. Fuck you, motherfucker. That's on Urban Dictionary? Is, yeah, yeah. P.S. Thank you for listening to my rant. I love you all, and you helped me get through some issues and get out some aggression and anger. Uh, <laughs> that was written by Skeet Skeet Motherfucker. <laughs> You're kidding. I swear to God. Skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Yeah. Thank you for letting me get out the aggression. <laughs> skeet, skeet, so goddamn. That is one definition of modest yahoo. So, uh, you know. From a absolute sociopath, psychotic <laughs> freak of nature. We, the people that stand by your band, choose not to judge the commenters. Choose not to judge skeet, skeet, motherfucker, <laughs> who seems like a very honest skeet, person. Skeet, motherfucker can kiss my ass. <laughs> skeet, skeet, motherfucker is is projecting all the issues he has with himself Damn. into Matis Yahoo, who <laughs> does work with female artists, and I know who they are, and I I, I want to take skeet, skeet, motherfucker, and <laughs> I think we should publicly humiliate him. Damn, like yeah. how? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we can, I'm going to need a little more time to marinate on it because unlike him, I don't do impulsive, crazy, wow. psychotic yes. moves Okay, in speaking public. of uh, crazy, impulsive moves, um, I sent this to Tommy earlier, but it's an article on Stereo Gum from 2016. Uh, the headline is, Modest Yahoo apologizes for telling fan her child is ugly as fuck. <laughs> Uh, it says he's been receiving nasty messages from disappointed fans su suggesting he should stop touring in the wake of recent lackluster performances. Uh, somebody wrote, um, please just drop out of the tour with 311. Saw a video a while back and witnessed how awful you are firsthand. Just quit, dude. We all fucking hate you, which isn't nice, but he reposted it. Uh, now it appears uh the Roots reggae artist has reached a boiling point in the Woodlands, Texas on Sunday. A modest guy who's set for opening opening for 311 and Sublime with Rome consisted of standing in the corner making noises and jumping around, according to one local outlet. A fan panned the concert on Facebook and took issue with modest Yahoo shooting shouting out sorry shouting out Dallas instead of Woodlands. She tagged him too so la so late that Ah, sorry. So late that night, Modest Yahoo wrote a few responses, growing increasingly irate and eventually telling his critic that she should fuck off and that her child is ugly as fuck. Not cool, Modest Yahoo. Whoa, a little bit of a editorial there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. He wrote, he, he, he. <laughs> the same reason it was the uh, the worst for you is why it was the best for me. I'm not here to entertain you. I put my soul into what I do. Not everyone is capable of receiving the truth. Peace out, Dallas. If you enjoyed Dirty Headset, it makes sense that you wouldn't have any clue as to what I'm doing up there. Creating in the moment real art, not entertaining or regurgitating. Dumb people don't usually get it. It seems the cornier your music is, the more people like it. That's because most people are dumb, unfortunately. Uh, and I don't have a problem with dumb people, but if you're too stupid to get it, the very least you could do is keep your negativity to yourself and try not to make yourself and try to make yourself feel better about your lack of understanding by pointing the finger at me. Uh, and one more thing, uh, don't you know what it's like to sleep on a bus and wake up every day in a parking lot where every amphitheater looks the same, where you don't go out and see the city and play show after show, 200 shows a year for 12 years, flying here and there, blah, 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 blah. uh, but you feel justified enough to make judgments and have opinion. Uh, I would just like to say that your child is ugly as fuck and your name is stupid. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, Katie Lou fuckington. 
take your honest review and suck it. Was that her real name? Her name is Katie Lou Pennington. So maybe, Fucking d- maybe he's dumb. <laughs> he also has multiple misspellings throughout this. I don't know. I couldn't say, first of all, I relate. <laughs> to, when to you're a, doing a lot yeah. of shows, when there is like a show after show after show and you're like... You know, right now I'm not I'm not on tour, but there was a moment where I had a lot of dates on the calendar and mm-hmm. I was in and out of the airport, a little bit disorienting, a lot disorienting. And to accidentally call a city another city, it's Yeah, I've that's done that totally before. Fine, yeah. That's a slip up. But then it's like you like kind but of But then it's like when you're riffing with someone and blah blah blah, it's in the moment and it's funny and it's not really meant to be recorded and it's not your Comedy yeah. Central special. It's not your Conan. It's not your half hour. You're you're riffing in the moment. And well, that's what say... he does in his music. And I, by the way, I'm the worst speller in the world. And I <laughs> and I know uh, a lot of it's... I'm not going to name names, but I know a ton of like high powered. Uh, 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 I know some TV writers who are killing it, killing it. Ki- don't yeah. spell things right. Steve Harvey. Sure. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I will actually defend bad spellers because I'm a bad speller myself. My, my brain doesn't really connect. My only visually. issue is if you're going off about how people are too stupid and you're spelling too wrong. It, it that's a look bad great. look. I completely agree. Great. But I also do want to admit we're talking. It's not as Comedy Central said. It's not as on my Conan. I did call out Katie Lou fucking Tin. I do <laughs> apologize. That was wrong of me. It was immature. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's another thing here that I thought was much worse. Am I, do- <laughs> um, am I doing an okay job defending? Yeah, You're doing yeah, a great yeah. job. Uh, and also, I- you don't have to defend this stuff. I just want to bring it up as like. Oh, I more fucking stuff. will not fucking like Katie uh, Lou fucking ten. You know what that feels like? <laughs> it feels like bitch. Where are your horns? Like all Oof. over again. It's Texas. They're mad at him. They're and at his show. <laughs> did they include a picture of the child they, in the article? They did not, which I think is <laughs> How you know, ugly? bad journalism. That's bad journalism. You're right. They should have a close-up. Show the child. In show us the child. Let the people decide. <laughs> Do a poll. <laughs> I, bet uh, that, I bet that wasn't. I bet you that baby was <laughs> You go baby. <laughs> the kid, I am guarantee you guys. That small toddler. <laughs> uh, I want to find this other one. He... So there's another one where he um, he kicked a photographer in the face. Uh, this woman uh, it says, Modest Yahoo apologizes for allegedly attacking female photographer during the concert. And uh, she wrote about it. She goes, uh, she tweeted, I was just attacked by Modest Yahoo. I'm calling the cops and pressing charges. What the fuck? He kicked me in the face and broke my camera. Uh, Orthodox Jewish rapper uh, Modest Yahoo is now garnering attention for entirely different reasons. Duh, duh, duh. He attacked her because he said that her camera flash was too distracting. Um, she later added, I'm okay after cops showed Modest Yahoo's manager who witnessed the incident gave me a fat stack of cash to cover damages. Happy Hanukkah. And then mm. uh, he wrote, Sorry about last night. I totally snapped. I wouldn't call it a kick, more like stepping into the crowd. And being that you've shot so many shows, you should know how distracting a huge flash in your face is. Seemed like you were there everywhere I turned with the with that flash. Next time, be more sensitive to the performer. Okay, she's holding great. ice over yeah. her eye. Yeah. She literally says, uh, "She says it hurt." Uh, he looked at me right before he did it. He stepped on my face on purpose. Call it what you will, a slow kick, and said that there was a visible mark on her face and left. Uh, her face and left brow bone. Queens of the Stone Age, the same thing happened recently. Is that true? Yeah, there's a video of it. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. I, I think I showed that. you the video. You did? Yeah, that yeah. was a bummer. I, yeah. yeah. Man. 
Uh, and she says I wasn't even in the front row. I really wish there was a video of this because I can't picture it. Yeah, me neither. I picture him like jumping out <laughs> and then stepping on her face and kicking off it back on the He's Dragon stage. Ball Z. If I- <laughs> Chris Brown went to Tampa and he beat up a actual photographer, female photographer, and just like Damn. beat her the fuck oh, wow. up. And that's so he also like has him. beat that's up weird. a lot of women and he likes to beat up women because yes. he beats up women mm-hmm. and his favorite thing in the world is hitting women. Yes. I don't see that as a Montesiahu thing. I think there's a big distinction between what sure. happened in the moment. Sounds really fucked up to me, but there's a there has to be a distinction between that and Chris what Chris Brown does to photographers, which is like come here and then beats them up. <laughs> Absolutely. And Tommy, it was fucked up to be true of you to make that comparison. <laughs> uh, no, that's uh no, I yeah. I My defense is that hey, at least he's not Mr. Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, let's go to Facebook here. Yeah. I think it, this was a also, mix. Also, I, I, I think he's... One of the things I really like about him is that he grows the fuck up. He's not afraid to grow. And he's not afraid to evolve. He's not the same person. And I don't feel like the same person I was in 2004. Like, I feel like I grew up with him. He's changed. He's gone through a bunch of shit. And so have I. And, like, obviously, I'm talking about myself because everyone who listens to music is... It's all about you. You put the headphones sure. in. It's your relationship with the artist, and it's just them singing to you, you watching them, and it becomes this one-on-one thing. That's why Tom sure. listens to Michael Jackson. <laughs> but he only started only after now, the documentary. Only now, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, so let's go to Facebook. As always, I posted, we're talking Modest Yahoo on the podcast tonight, if you got thoughts. Uh, Michael Keefe comes in hot with He's Cool as Hell. Ari Finling uh, writes, uh, who defended uh, Yellow Card on this very show, in probably infamous episode, least popular episode. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he writes, saw him at Bluebird in B Town, circa 2005. <laughs> I was 18 and got my fake ID taken away at Axis the week before that bar closed a long time ago. Uh, Ari's old. <laughs> that was really good information. I, I borrowed a fraternity brother's ID oh who looked God. nothing like me and was Indian. And I show up to the door, and the bouncer just smiled and said, "Who cares? Have fun." This is his whole comment. <laughs> he didn't say whether the show was good. So or he not. didn't say if he likes Modesty. <laughs> no. He just wanted to tell an old story. <laughs> Uh, Melinda Kashner writes LOL uh, Alex Price <laughs> Damn writes, it Ari <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of that? Melinda wrote I saw him open for 311 in 2007 After his set he went out and roamed around the audience ha- Handing out literature about his religion He at the time was a practicing Orthodox Jew And therefore could not come into physical contact With any women uh, Any woman who wasn't family Women would see him and run over to meet him And that dude would pull out legit Matrix moves To dodge <laughs> hugs from female fans It was hilarious uh let's see there was one uh oh heather maruli writes he's actually very good looking we've we've discussed this it would Uh, like obviously i've never met him and i don't know him mm -hmm. and it really would upset me if i found out that he was like an awful person Mm -hmm. uh i can't say for sure that he is or isn't it just seems i just am obsessed with the music so the things that the headphones that i put on the music that i'm listening it's like you know, after the documentary and after being around so many amazing male comedians, it's like you just don't know people's secret shady lives. So yeah. it's like as we're talking, it's like, oh, my God, I'm like defending this guy till the death. But I, I don't personally know him. It really, to me, is very strictly about the music. Sure. I've never even hugged him or touched him. Mm-hmm. And I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested because... 
Like, do I want to fuck him? No, I don't. Because it would ruin the music. Mm. Because if the sex is bad, then I'm like, oh, God, the sex was bad. Every time I hear King Without a Crown. Mm -hmm. And if the sex is really good, then it's like, where's his text? Where's his phone call? Oh, that was really good. Like, oh, my God, I miss him. Like, what is it? There's no good part of this that could lead to anything. So I'm like really dead set on like making it about me listening to music and the relationship and people like, I don't know. Sometimes it's like hard to hear because like the the Michael Jackson shit really shook everyone, even though it's like so been around. I just didn't care. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. (laughs) No, I'm sure lots of people actually think that. It sucks. It sucks when you fucking love the music. It sucks when you're just like so gung ho about sure. a musician and or a comedian, and then they disappoint yeah, you. That's a bummer. These Let's... men disappoint you. Yep. That's True. all. Uh, Did I spe- mention it was men only? Uh, <laughs> no, there's a there's a what couple. What about the lady female. from Monster? Yeah, huh? that Charlie's yeah. Theron movie. Our one example. She was really cool till then. <laughs> <laughs> no, women can be mean too. You're like I worshipped. There was a a female comedian I worshipped. The ground she walked on. It was an honor to meet her. I was freaking out getting get to to meet to be around her, and she she wasn't all that friendly, and it, it. it kind of hurt my heart. And what am I going to do about it? Yeah. And also, how many times a day does she have to deal with psychos like me who love her so much? Uh-huh. So it's, it's true. It's all of those well, things. Megan Don't meet the them. Show. Megan Daly, <laughs> why were you so mean to <laughs> We love Megan. Let's uh let's talk uh let's there's a comment on here I really want to get to because okay. I thought it was very interesting. So our dear friend of the show, Matt Alonzo Morning of the uh mm-hmm. Limestone Comedy Festival and uh, comedian uh, out of Bloomington, Indiana, our dear friend, uh wrote when I was tour managing bands, it was prevailing and persistent rumor in the music industry that he was a struggling musician whose manager told him to create this orthodox character so he would stand out and get press and it worked obviously he is jewish but was not religious at all before he used it for the act heather Burley wrote uh really i thought he was hasidic, was a uh, hasidic for years and he recently dissociated with that and he uh matt writes i heard it from several sources because this is right when he was blowing up several of the sources were people who worked at labels and management firms who tended to have the inside scoop on shit also, I heard it from a musician in New York who apparently knew him before the switch, who said it was a calculated thing. Interesting. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Everyone else is like dyeing their hair pink and being like, guess what? I'm horny. And then they're like, <laughs> and then and then guess like what? 10 minutes later, they have like brown hair and they're in like dressed in a doily and they're like, I'm a, just an innocent girl. <laughs> is this just Miley? This is just Miley. <laughs> and, then, and then one minute they're like. My dad's Billy Ray. <laughs> Everybody's like, my dad's Billy Ray Cyrus. Wait, hold on. The entertainment industry is calculated. Wait. What? <laughs> Wait, hold on what a second. I thought like uh, it was all American Idol and it's real. <laughs> all right. Uh, on, on a positive note, uh, Max Fine writes. Oh, wait. Also, that's not fucking true. He was uh, Orthodox mm-hmm. and got sucked into this culty religion. Simultaneously, they like really lifted him and he was doing all those Jewish shows. Sure. And then it, he kind of blew up from there. Not unlike the uh, theme of this season of crashing ah. where pete goes on tour with the christian tour and starts to get back into his faith a bit it's interesting maybe he stole Matis yahoo's life That's they've what done a very long a and bitch. very good podcast Matis yahoo and 
Pete did a podcast. Oh, and it so was he probably did steal my it. favorite fucking thing in the world. Damn, it was my favorite thing in the world. Uh, let's see here. Max Fine writes, I was at his show at BB King's when he broke. He's amazing, and I'm still pals with his guitarist, Aaron. My dad mm. has his cell phone number if you all want to talk to him. So, uh, weird thing to add, Max, but uh, Esther, if you want that phone number, there you go. You get in contact with him. Um, Nat Goldberg writes, is he single? Well, Wow, I didn't realize this was a big I, thing. I didn't know that either. I didn't, I didn't know, know he was Eddie. Yeah. I saw him very pretty recently, a year ago. Me, my mom, my sister. We were in Tampa. It's also like a fucking his his audience members are really cool too. Mm-hmm. I actually really I love that he's not like crazy popping. That like people are just like there to see whoever's hot right now. It's not a packed environment. It's like it's packed with diehard fans, which is who you want to be standing next to. They're very gentle people. Like his fan base. You know, you go to fucking rocker rapper beyonce <laughs> you're surrounded by the their crowd <laughs> their crowds can be shitty yeah. and then you're stuck with 12 year olds just because you happen to like bieber or taylor swift but thank god the the montes yahoo crew it feels like chill ass adult people who just like are appreciative and loving the music and it's like you're not. You're allowed to not like him. Then get the fuck out, because we do, and we're here to watch him. Anyways, it was amazing. He performed his heart out, mm-hmm. and then he took his jacket off, and he was wearing this muscle top. <laughs> it was a. It was a t-shirt, but then the arm sleeve was cut out. Damn. And this he, is what people say when was, I perform as well. <laughs> he he was pretty thin but he had like a yogi body so it was like a thinness but then like this bulging bicep and everything was like bulging very tall kind of skinnier legs but i was into it (laughs) and then he had this like beautiful tousled like silvery gray hair and then like one maybe two earrings and everything about him just looked like uh so sexy yeah and i i'm more into him now than yeah like attractive wise i'm like holy shit this guy's fuckable and well yeah before he the, b- I mean, before he, was, he wasn't well he when he had the beard and stuff he just you couldn't see that jawline you know mm. that's big i wonder he's if santa got, has a jawline he's got this <laughs> the, underneath he takes it off yeah, and he's, he's got hot. this yogi body <laughs> the yogi <laughs> it's like a silver hair though he really and that's the other thing he ain't dying his hair the guy's authentic if you ask me mm-hmm. yeah. if you ask me i'm a pretty great judge of character i think so i'm biased and he seems very authentic forgetting all the people who have uh been exposed as sex creeps in the past year who are like your guys (laughs) who are people that you uh you were like i'm trying to judge your care like your judge of character so forgetting what you know of all those creeps can you name some of your favorite people people comedians no just people is r kelly in there People? No, yeah. R. Kelly's not in there. She's good. <laughs> there you go. That's all I wanted to know. She's good. Joe Damn. Zimmerman is a good great guy. man. He's a great former man. guest of this podcast. Yes. Um, Noah Garden Swartz. I hang out with a lot. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I spent a lot of time with him, and and I really think he's a good guy. He's a good man. I, I really great think man. so. I really think so. And like, you we never know Noah what's going to happen Schwartz. in the future. Like, he could all of a sudden <laughs> turn into like a racist asshole. But like, his heart is made of gold, and I'm positive. And when no one's watching, or maybe I'm the only one watching, he does the right thing. And I'm like, come on, he just does. 
the right thing. You're like, come on, say something racist. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, and he won't, and he doesn't, and even like, even like, the way he handles himself, I, I like that. And I, I guess I'm, I bring him up because I spent a lot of time with him, and and I've also chosen him to be the person that like also represents me and who I am. Mm-hmm. He's and your manager. Yep. This fucking dude is through and through pretty solid i've never met anyone who's had a, had a, uh some kind of issues actually i don't know um no uh, so it sounds like you are good i was just trying to test test your judge of character. no i'll i'll keep I'll, I'm, I'm trying to think of someone that i like oh my friend eric williams is amazing nice speaking of that we should start playing some of these oh songs. absolutely i i found one last comment i'm gonna read real fast oh don't and you w- think that the person that the person's with is the good judge that's of their course judge? yeah of course yeah. So uh, Molly Rubin Long wrote, I was a volunteer coordinator for a post-Katrina rebuilding nonprofit my first year in New Orleans, and one day we had this volunteer group from a temple in upstate New York. I started chatting with one of the women, and it came up that her son was a musician. Ooh. So I asked what kind of music he played, and she rather sheepishly said, um, reggae. To which I said, wait a minute, is your son modest Yahoo? Anyway, his mom is like ashamed of him, per se. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Mamas uh, Yahoo? Is, oh, she said not like ashamed of him, per se, but definitely not outwardly proud. Doesn't want to say rapper? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That literally sounds like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I everything I'm reading, I'm like, and I've been through it. Okay, before we... Actually, I'm going to do the ad at the front. So, I'll... Uh, I'm just, let's just listen to the music now. All right. The end of the podcast go. is all about the music. That's right. Mm. And once like again, life. we've put our we've backed ourselves into a bit of a corner where we're going to speed rush through, spend speed listen. This is one day. Go to Tom Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Tom Spotify, and he made the playlist. So you can listen yes. to all six songs there. This is a little bit of one day. I'm going to skip forward though. Sometimes oh, wait, I no, like under the moon. I thank God I'm breathing, and I pray don't take me soon. Cause I am here for reasons Sometimes in my tears I drown But I never let it get me down So when negativity surrounds I know something One day, let's jump ahead to step out into the light. New stuff. <laughs> How new? Is he still putting out albums? This was the last album, Watch and then the he did a new song. He's been collaborating with people and, and really pushing for the like, Common Kings and other artists that he's young, hungry. You know, feels very. Taking people under his wing. Seems like a good guy. No, I think we should listen all eight minutes. Nope. No, it's so long. It's kind of a Where's Waldo thing with this song. 
it feels like a dream state. Like you walk around New York, you can like listen to it. You don't really get sick of it because there's not really like that like catchy hook, and it, it's just a mm-hmm. completely different music experience. And I actually really like the album, but it's definitely not like oh here comes the shake it off and shake it <laughs> off. There's not that. We don't need to disparage any. <laughs> what do you think about Tay Tay? Let's hear the next song. Uh, this I is might Jerusalem. decide you're not a good judge of character anymore. <laughs> T Max, a big Tay Tay fan. I am. Um, she's a good kisser. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Damn. This is this is Jerusalem. I like this one a lot. <laughs> you picked the Who cares? It's interesting because it's like you can pick out a shirt and you're like, I love this shirt. And then someone's like, Your shirt's so stupid. And you're like, Oh, fuck. Well, I like it. So I'm standing by it. If people. That is what we do on the Patreon. We just stand by your shirt. Oh, Jarus, Jarus, Jerusalem, which is you know some random ass city in the Middle East. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. This came out right after Firefest. (laughs) (laughs) Jarus, so long. (laughs) I didn't like him until I went to Israel. The Israel stuff really hit me, and I'm from my my mom's from Israel. It's a war torn country. It's an identity crisis that I've had because it's it's a very strange thing to be Israeli yeah. but mm-hmm. not Israeli because Israelis are like you're not fucking Israeli and I'm like uh, okay and then Americans are like you're from New Jersey right you're brown and then I'm like um I'm not really Israeli I'm not really normal American and I'm very confused about that but I do have some good music to go with my identity <laughs> crisis and he's He's done a good job with that. If you could find like music to help you with your identity crisis, then then that kind of yeah, we need some incel music. <laughs> 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 All right, let's hear uh, "Coming from Afar." Mavado. This is very nice. Oh, this is like the new one, right? I'm singing for the streets. I'm coming from afar I'm such a special star Then all we could I lose When's I lose That was coming from afar This is Surrender There's a good sign to listen to when Go figure, pull the trigger while I simmer in the sun. Tell my lady I'll be with her when the summer's coming on. You are the moon on the rise. You are my time. Some confusion with your life or what you should be doing or where you should be going. And then you're like, what should I listen to? Because 
the radio is starting to suck. And then you're like, so fucking surrender. And that really works. And I'm also such a positive person. So this music, and every time I pop in some music, not every time, but like I listen to stuff and I'm just like, I'm such a positive person. I'm always looking for the light and the positivity and the universe. And, and I do have of uh, some kind of relationship with like the soul and God. Like I listen to the Oprah podcast. I want something positive. I can't yeah. like if I'm feeling down, I just can't have music about strippers and hoes and making money, even though there's a time and a place for it. Sometimes sure. it's like you just want a song that's telling you to let go and surrender and like things will be how they need to be. And I think it's a little therapy ish for me than than it is. I'm going to go twerk about it. Sure. That's probably it'd be probably weird to twerk about this song. I can do it. Tommy, knock it off. Clap, it's disrespectful. Clap, make it clap. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Tommy, stop. <laughs> You're breaking the table. <laughs> I like that song. All right, I believe that's the playlist. Yeah. If, I, if I'm wrong. What do you? Do guys? you have any final thoughts? Yes. I came in here being like, this is my fucking jam. Oh, my God. And then I, I listened to us some negativity. And as you can see, I'm a very, very sensitive woman. And yes. if I could just flick a button to create, uh, what's the opposite of sensitivity? A hardenedness or something? I wish I was, right obviously, word. I wish I was a much harder person. I <laughs> wish I had a lower voice and a penis. <laughs> None of these things are true. Um, I am who I am. Right. And I'm sensitive, so it's like some of the negative stuff didn't really di- didn't love it. But uh-huh. I- at the same time, it's like my theory is you do you. Sure. You listen to whatever you want to listen mm-hmm. to because I'm gonna be listening to Montesiaho. Yes, and I, I I I reach for him when I'm in times of trouble, which is kind of funny because when you're talking about when I talk about my friends, it's like there's a lot of friends I like go out and party with because I'm doing great, and then there's sometimes where I'm not doing great. Who's around then? And those it just feels like Montesiaho's around when mm-hmm. I'm feeling really shitty, and then when I'm feeling really good, I'm like Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> so I the think I, I like I I would like to thank him for being there for me. That's beautiful. When I needed it. I think you conveyed it in a great way. I think you yes. did a great job. Great uh, job. One out of six for me. <laughs> I don't like this kind of music. I think you did a great job. I think you were a great guest. Uh, I just don't like reggae, and I've on the record as that. I, that uh, is true. I'm too stressed out to enjoy it because I don't get how anyone can be relaxed, and uh, <laughs> I am too negative, and it's just not for me, but I think you did a great job. I, I that answer. liked more of this than I thought I would. I didn't mind one day, uh, and I, lo- I, st- I mean, King Without a Crown, the live. I one, love King Without a Crown. I still if stand you want to see the best version of One Day, there's two. One is like a couple in a car, and they are doing it. It's a couple. It's mind-blowingly good. It's not Matisse, and the second one is. It's been very popular with children's choirs. So it'd be like a bunch of children, and they start singing One Day, and I just like like water just starts to gush out of my eyeballs because uh-huh. it's like. It's about not wanting to be at war anymore. And you're just watching like these little children like and it's just so moving. So it's like, what the fuck? Well, we, we are at war. This whole world is at war with each other. And and it's a song about not being is it's crazy. And you're watching little kids and it's like, OK, well, I just ruined 10 boxes of tissues. Yes. <laughs> but that's I'm such a sensitive little yes. pussy. <laughs> 
Me too. I'm going. I think I'm going to go 4.25 out of six. I enjoyed it more than I thought that I would, and that's only fair. But it is the year of the bubble tea. <laughs> <laughs> is that still the case? No, I went back. No, it's Use. sangria. It's sangria oh now. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, I picked new things for the year, and it was going to be bubble tea. But then I had sangria, and it was unreal. So now it's the year. Single sangria. Sa- sangria? You think that's going to last? I hope. I mean, summer is a big sangria season. That's true. So I, I mean, it seems a little short sighted. What about? <laughs> can I pitch something? Please. Matcha tea. You know what? I'll give it a try. I've never tried it. You're going to switch the year up? <laughs> um, no, I'm going to try it. I didn't yeah, commit. Okay, all right. Well, Babe, I've been telling you got to go to Macha Cha Cha. Is that a real Julie? place? Yeah. <laughs> Macha Cha Cha. We are learning about how lame I am. Uh, where's I'm Macha walking Chacha? away being like, I guess I'm like the lamest. No, no. you should not leave feeling that. You're the lame. Like I'm the lamest. There's like one or two other people that are Read lamer. the Facebook comments. There's plenty of people who, agree, fuck who, him. Love, who love him <laughs> and but who love his music. We just didn't have time to read them all. But there's a lot. Uh, Kelly Collette wrote a lot of positive stuff about him. Um I think Adam Mendelovitz wrote some stuff. The about exciting his news that I didn't yes. tell you yes. was that I do have his phone number. <gasps> oh, you do? And before this, I did text him and I told him a friend of mine gave it to me and like oh an old God. friend. And so I did text him six asking him if he would like. I just said, I'm doing a podcast tonight and I'll be talking about you and how much your music means to me. Okay. Wow. And then I said, uh, would love to like call you and while we're on air, just to see what he would, just to say hello. Uh-huh. If if this is not your thing, I totally understand. Just want to let you know how much I love your music. Amazing! Wow. So wow. after all this, me and Matis are gonna end up fucking. So. Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies <laughs> to Noah. <laughs> that, that explains the elusiveness about uh, <laughs> labeling earlier. <laughs> um, so, what do you rate the playlist out of six? I mean, I'm gonna give it a six out of six. We ask, we ask every guest. It's music with some heart and soul and light and positivity and love, and it's it's fantastic music, and it comes from the heart, and and it's meant to be. It's meant to be live, just like comedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of a little bit of a, a comedian because it's it's a live thing. Yes, he's really on the spot. Uh, beautifully put. Uh, final thing is plug. Yeah, what do you got to plug? Yeah, do you like to promote oh, anything? I this have will come an out tomorrow. Album coming out Ooh. April fifth. Oh shit, oh, that's amazing. exciting! And oh wait, the album comes out April fifth. It's called Hebrew School Dropout. Look at that! Perfect. And then I am. Oh my gosh, this is really weird. I I have a photographer friend. She's like, "Do you want to do a sexy shoot?" I was like, "Okay." Um, so I'm in Penthouse promoting the album as well, what? but I'm on the oh, cover. That, so Penthouse does a bi-monthly. It's March, special. April. So the month of March and April is like the cover is like my name on it. And then yes. I have 10 pages in it. Are you kidding? I'm not That's kidding. crazy. Wow. Everyone thinks I'm lying. I'm like, I'm in 10. I have a 10 page spread right now and I'm not no nipples, no pussy. <laughs> it's, it's very classy, but it is a celebration of the female form. Wow. Cool. Uh, Tommy, you'll also be there in that magazine, correct? All nipples, all pussy. <laughs> that's, the, that's my Well, model. Tommy's recording an album yes. at Union Hall. June 13th. June 13th. Hell yeah. It'll be called Hebrew School Dropout. <laughs> and I hear there's a very special guest. Uh, and Tom will be hosting show. those shows, so you should come. Uh, come out. Uh, that'll be so fun. Uh, it's for a special thing, and it will be a special thing. Oh, wow. And uh, I will be uh, in uh, Canada uh, touring uh, all around Toronto. 
Toronto and uh, areas nearby for the JFL Roadshow from, I think, April 3rd to the 11th. Also, uh, come out once again. Tomorrow. Live show. Tomorrow, Union Hall, 8 p.m., uh, $7 tickets in advance, uh, $10 day of. It's going to be so fun. We love to see you. Uh, all right, without further ado, keep it crispy.